Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. Today, I'm not going to lie, I'm cracking myself up over here. Let me tell you, let me tell you why. You want to know what today's title is, you guys? <laughs> I'm calling, I'm calling this one. I'm calling this sucker. Nobody asked you, Karen. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. I am highly self-entertaining. All right, let me let me talk to you about the heartbeat of this one, where this one's coming from. So this is all about, for you coaches out there, listen up, listen up. This is all about unsolicited advice. This is all about the people. Now, you might not be a coach for a profession. You might not be a spiritual mentor or someone who gets paid to give advice. <laughs> but we all sometimes, or most of us anyways, Sometimes we start flapping our gums and telling people what to do and giving a little advice that nobody actually asked for. So I got a few stories around this uh, and why it's on my mind today, uh, but I would be remiss if I did not mention uh, the wonderful Tad Hargrave. So Tad is um, the marketing for hippies guy, and I just dig him. We've never met in person, but I hope, I think it'd be wicked fun if I ever did get to meet him. And he just seems like a really down-to-earth guy, and uh, he kind of has like a uh, at least I can only say in the content that I have seen so far, kind of a no bullshit down to earth, uh, puttering sessions way about him. Uh, he's just, he's just, I just kind of dig his vibe. And so he was, uh, talking about this concept just this morning and, uh, it just made me laugh out loud and it just, uh, I was like, I got to talk about this. And, but so this is a little bit, um, one of the inspirations of where this came from, and then I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you some stories. So what this came from was, uh, it sounds like he kind of came up through the Tony Robbins. Uh, I don't know if the system of he's a Tony Robbins coach, like used to be or whatever, or he was just at some event. Um, but one of the things that he was saying, I'm just repeating the story because it was so freaking funny. So one of the things that he was saying is that, um, you know, when you go through those kinds of uh, programs or if you're around a lot of coaches, inevitably somebody just starts coaching you without you having even fucking asked for it, right? So he and his buddy were both one day kind of kibitzing and complaining about this, about this person. Uh, and they didn't identify who the person was. <laughs> That was driving them both a little bit crazy. And then one of them said to the other one, are you talking about Greg? <laughs> so they came up with what is called uh, the G rule. And what Tad was saying, what the G rule is, is he said he and his friend made a pact that if either one of them ever started coaching the other one, 
uh, without the other one asking for it or wanting it. They could just literally go the G rule. So they had a code word, like a safety word, right? The G rule. And the other one would have to immediately stop. <laughs> and it was just so funny. And it got me thinking about like, oh my God, wouldn't that be so great if in our relationships and in our friendships that we had one of those like safety words where we could just like say it and the other person wouldn't get offended or take it personally. It's just like, hey, uh, you were you not invited uh, to give your opinion. And I'm gonna kind of go old school and then I'll fast forward and bring it into the present moment, like my own experiences about this and why we should really just learn sometimes to shut our big fat bugging mouth. <laughs> so um, here's the thing. So a long time ago, I was in this um, writing group. It wasn't a writing group. It was a writing class and it was intensive. It was like a 13 week, like legit, no joke um, class. And there was a, a guy in this class and I think he fancied me, fancied me a little bit. And he came over to my house one day, but prior, like, you know, we were in this workshop for like 13 weeks together, right? So like meeting weekly or sometimes twice a week or whatever it was. So we all got to know each other and know each other's stories and all that stuff. And you get to know people a little bit well, because um, most of the people in that class were writing memoirs. So you were hearing like all these insane stories. And he particularly was writing this story. Um, this might be too much information. I hope it doesn't gross anybody out too much, but he was telling, um, he traveled a lot. And there was this particular worm or something. He had somehow got a worm and he was telling this one scene. I'll never forget it for as long as my, I won't tell you the really graphic thing, but I will say like at one point he said like the worm kind of like made its way like, you know, around it's his eyeball or something like that. And I was like, wait, what? Like it was just this crazy story about some worm he picked up in the jungle. Um, and so it was always like embedded in my head. But the other thing is he kept talking about this friend of his. Uh, this friend of his that um, he really felt could use some advice and use my advice and um, from a female perspective. And I seem to be not um, so short on opinions. And I was a yoga teacher and I might have some knowledge that could help him on and on and on and on. Right. And this is before I was a certified spiritual mentor. I'm talking like friggin', I don't know, like 18, a long time ago, many, many years ago. And so he comes to my house one day uh, and he calls up his buddy. And he um, um, said, is like, hey, whatever his friend's name was, yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna put her on the phone. So he must've been telling the friend about me too, but probably just saying that he met this girl that he liked or something, not, not like saying anything. He puts me on the phone with him. And so I just immediately, I had assumed that this guy wanted the advice. Not that his friend, the boy that I knew, right? The young man that I knew, was the one who wanted to give it to him. So I get on the phone and I just start asking him all of these inquiring questions, right? I'm asking him personal questions and like whatever. And at one point I can feel the guy, like you can just like hear it in his voice. He's just like, what the fuck? And he finally says to me, he's like, I don't even know you. And it occurs to me like, oh my God, he hadn't asked to talk to me like this whole time. I thought like, oh, he's putting me on the phone with somebody who wants this advice. He wants this point of view from a female, from like whatever the thing was. And I can just tell that the guy is just so turned off and so aggravated and so frustrated. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, and, and all of a sudden I was like, oh my God. And I was just like, it was one of those times when it was blatantly clear nobody asked you karen right like i was just like oh my god but i did think i was being asked but what it was was maybe the friend the, the kid that i knew was sick of listening to the other one bitch and moan 
Maybe he just thought I could be helpful, but it's not like apparently he did not get this guy's um, permission or approval or the kid even said, I want some chick I don't know to help me. Oh, it was such a shit show. And I just remember being like embarrassed and then I felt guilty and, and it wasn't on, on that in that one instance that was not my fault that one but I just felt awful afterwards and I was like oh my god you should have just shut your big fat mouth but I didn't know I thought I was being helpful but that right there I thought I was being helpful I cannot tell you how often we interject into people's lives we insert ourselves into advice giving mode when we weren't actually invited. We weren't actually invited to give our POV, right? To give our point of view, to give our perspective, to give our wisdom. Even if it's like, even if you know, man, this could be wicked helpful, right? They, this would probably save them some time or whatever. It's like, did anybody ask you? <laughs> Because here's the thing, um, the thing about coaches is sometimes people who are in the profession, you get into like what's called like uh, coaching mode. You get into coaching mode and you start coaching when nobody asks for it. And I have a very real example from my own life um, where I was at this event one time um, as a guest speaker. I had been invited to fly to this place and to talk to these, to these women. And at the end of the day, so there's a couple of things that happen, right? And uh, you can agree with me or disagree with me. You can think I'm being mean or whatever. I'm just going to lay out. I'm going to lay out my own personal experiences. So always on this show, I am not saying that what I'm saying is the truth or true for everybody. I am just laying out for you what my experiences have been. So I always say, take it or leave it, keep what works and is helpful and the rest, ah, chalk it up to whatever, right? Do with it what you will. But so I was at this event and one of the things I find a lot of times about coaches and especially new coaches or enthusiastic coaches or overly enthusiastic coaches, AKA people who have something to prove um, or people who want to become, I see this a lot. I just need to say this. I've said it on other episodes and I'm going to say it again. A lot of times it's like what the, what the rookies, right? When the JV players are trying to get on the, uh, the varsity squad or the rookies want to be seen as an equal peer to a fellow coach. And a lot of times I'll say to them, but you can't, you can't yet hang at that level. And it's not because you don't have it within you. It's not because like, well, people will be like, they try to say, well, I'm your equal. And yes, as a child of God, we are all equal. But sometimes in terms of skill sets and experience, which can only be gathered over time, you cannot be on the same basis. It would be like me coming in as a baby yoga teacher, trying to equate myself with some of the people who had been around for like 20, 30 years before me, right? It's just, it's arrogant. It's obnoxious to assume that I would have as much wisdom as somebody who had been teaching and training and studying and traveling and learning and applying and experimenting for 20, 25 years ahead of me. That's just, it's insane to think that. But the ego just hates to feel like 
it's less than, right? It only likes to feel like it's less than when it's going to get sympathy, when it's going to get attention, when it's going to be rewarded for being the shit show, you know what I mean? But most of the time it's just like, whatever. So what I will sometimes see happen in coaching environments is that people want to even the playing field. Okay. So I'm at this event and I got done talking, whatever. And now it's hangout time. Cause I'm in another state. I got to take a flight back like a day or so later. So I'm just kind of in the mix with all these other people who are also a lot of them entrepreneurs or coaches or whatever. And, um, at this point I, they were all saying to me, Oh my God, we could listen to you talk all day. You should start doing like Facebook lives and stuff like that. And I wasn't doing them at the time. And some part of me just kind of said out loud, like flippantly, right? Like, but who really wants to sit around and listen to me talk? Like who really on some level gives a shit what I have to say? Because you have to understand, like I was coming from a place of like the people in my yoga classes had been at that point or whatever. Yeah, they came to hear what I had to say, amen, hallelujah. But they knew me. It was like no like trust factor was already involved. The people who who knew me and came to my classes on purpose, um, had heard about me, been referred to whatever. But this idea of just like randomly like starting this thing and going on. And here's the thing, on one level, they were totally right. Because it turned out like that later on, I went and I started doing Facebook Lives like three times a week and a lot of people would tune in. And then I, here I am, I started a podcast. But in that moment, when I was just kind of saying out loud, uh, well, why, why, like, what do they want to, what do they want to, like, who gives a shit about my opinion, <laughs> right? Like about a particular thing. And what started off, it was really sweet in the beginning. They were just like, um, oh my God, are you kidding me? You have so much to say and people would love it, but they didn't stop there. They went from being cheerleaders and supportive to trying to get into my psyche and trying to find out like why I didn't love myself and why did I think that? And like, we're I'm not kidding when I say it was like a wall of people because we were sitting in the kitchen and I was just sitting on the counter and a bunch of women, at least eight women, right? Were just bombarding me with their unsolicited advice, with their unsolicited opinions, talking to me like they somehow knew me, like trying to be really deep and spiritual and whatever with me. And like my 12 year old, like Vicky with two Ks from Lawrence was like not having it. And I felt all my walls go up. And later on, I just like burst into tears. And I, why I burst into tears is because a lot of times when I get angry, what I do is I start to cry. And I was in a position where it was not my event. They were not my people. It was not my place to say to all of them, back the fuck up, right? Like back off, did not ask you, did not, I don't, I barely know you people like da, 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 da. Now here's the thing I want to be very clear about. They were well-meaning. They were well-intentioned. They thought they were coming from a place of love where they wanted to try to be helpful. But I can also sense and feel when there's an ego play that's going on too, which is people slip into coaching mode and they're more focused on their own agenda than really seeing and feeling into what's happening in front of them. And it was one of those times when it was just like, oh my God, like everybody was trying from all sides. And it was so overwhelming to my nervous system. And um, I didn't feel like at the moment that um, I could say it in a way 
that would have been received well or very loving to say like, hey, uh, why don't you guys like just fucking zip it, right? Another time, another day. So it was a really interesting experience. So those things, and I have multiple experiences in my life. And I also want to say, because uh, I'm, I'm happy to own my own bullshit. I have no doubt. I have no doubt there have been times in my life when I have in my desire, quote unquote, my desire to be helpful, where I have said something and I have um, started giving, again, unsolicited advice, my opinion, my thoughts, my whatever, when nobody, nobody asked you, Karen. <laughs> so anybody who's listening, if I ever have done that to you, I am so sorry. But um, I can say to you from the bottom of my heart, uh, like, it is usually almost always, you know, from a place of generosity and, and wanting to give and wanting to be helpful. Um, but sometimes, man, it's just not welcome and it wasn't asked for. And sometimes it is the ego at work because a lot of times it's like, I've often said this before, the one who is asking the questions is sometimes in the position of power, right? So the one who is kind of steering and driving the conversation. So sometimes it is an ego play. Uh, I'm in the business actually now of like giving advice, right? And supporting people and asking the deeper questions so that people can self-advise. But sometimes I'd be a liar if I said, no, I never just, I never just offer my opinion. That would, I would be full of shit if I said that. But most of my work is trying to help people to unearth their own inner wisdom and their own knowing and to connect more deeply with their own self source and spirit. Uh, but there are times when people just come to me and they ask me point blank, what would you do? And all I can say is, okay, well, if this is me knowing what I know with the little information that I know, this is what I might do or that kind of a thing. But it's really important, you guys, that we're invited we're invited to share rather than bulldozing into the room or being like, as they say, a bull in a china shop and just, just start yapping at people. And because a lot of times most people um, won't feel comfortable telling you that they don't want to hear it. Most, most people, especially women, you know, we don't want to be seen as unappreciative or like mean or bitchy, like whatever the, the word is, fill in the blank, whatever an individual's fear is of how they'll come across. If they don't just feel so grateful that you're unloading like all of you, you know what you should do? <laughs> it's like, oh, really? Nobody asked you, Karen, right? So I just start laughing. So I did another show before where, um, you know, one of the, the fastest ways to handle this is if somebody comes to you, because I can hear some of you in my head right now going, yeah, but this person is always bitching and moaning about this particular thing or this particular relationship, or they're always whining about it or complaining or whatever, what I'm supposed to just listen to it. I'm not supposed to No, like you get to decide your own capacity to listen and to be in that place, especially if it feels really negative or at any point, like if it feels unbalanced or abusive or whatever, right? If it just feels like, oh my God, I just can't with this person anymore. That might be time for a conversation or whatever. But I'm just talking if, if your sweetie comes home and they've had a tough day and they just start talking or whatever, and you immediately go into fix mode and you start giving advice. And so often what people, all they really want to do is to feel heard, right? They want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to know that their um, feelings, you can normalize their feelings for them. They want to know that they're not overreacting. They want to know that, um, 
you know, that they're supported, right? What they don't want is a bunch of solutions. So one of the fastest ways is when, when that happens, you can simply say, hey, do you want me to listen or do you want feedback and advice? Do you want me to just sit here and, and, and hold the space for you and listen, or do you want me to give you some, you know, give you back some stuff and you can simplify it even more. And you say, Hey, do you, do you simply, uh, want, um, do you want support or do you want solutions? Right. And that's just like one of the fastest ways you can say it. Uh, cause otherwise sometimes we're like going in and we're just kind of badging our way into somebody else's experience and we're trying to fix something. And they're like, I didn't ask you to fix this. I just wanted you uh, to listen. But I think one of the reasons why too, the lines have gotten kind of blurry uh, about what's appropriate and when and how much is because nowadays, like I remember back in the day, if you wanted to know what somebody thought, you either saw them at school, right? You saw them at work, you went out to, for drinks or hung out with people or however you, you know, saw people at the gym or yoga class, whatever, you would call them on the phone, right? And then the more advanced the technology got, there were more and more ways to have access to people, to have access to people in their lives, to have access to people in their, um, what they like, what they watch, what they listen to, what they believe, what their faith is, or faith or no faith, what their religion is, what their politics are, like more and more and more and more with the event, um, invention of the internet and then social media and then all these platforms. Even just think about that word, platforms. So now everybody's got a platform, which makes a lot of people feel like they have something to say. I've got a page. I'm going to put my, right, great, on your own page, you are free to say what you want to say. Freedom of speech. You are not free to not receive the consequences, though, of saying stupid, hateful shit. <laughs> Let's just say that. I am a writer. I am all for free speech, but I am also for um, if you're going to act like a racist asshole, um, that just might come back on you. Some people might have something to say about that. But here's the thing about everybody having a platform is people get a little sloppy with the boundaries of that. So people think that they can just like come on to your page and start saying stuff. Now, here's the thing. I disagree with a lot of what I see said out in the world, right? And I'm not talking about like, I will always take a stand. If I see something like, um, you know, hateful or racist or somebody abusing an animal or what, I'm gonna speak up. I am that person, right? Um, it's just the way that, I, it is just the way God made me, right? It's just the way that I am wired. Uh, I have a hard time, you know, bearing witness to an injustice and not um, just opening my big mouth. Um, but I think to go on another person's page, so I'll just use a really simple example. So like as a vegan, as somebody who sometimes will share educational materials and say, hey, have you ever, you know, thought about, you know, blah, 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 like a mil the millions of animals that are brutally killed every year, blah, 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 whatever, on my own page. And then somebody who I don't even know. I understand people I know who want to um, ask questions or they want to learn more or figure out like, how did you become vegan or why? And, and they're just like, oh, I always thought that you couldn't get enough protein, like all the shit that vegans hear, right? But for a total stranger to like cross over onto somebody's page, especially when they're talking about um, animal, you know, cruelty and abuse and to just write shit like bacon though, 
uh, bacon though. Uh, uh. Right? It's just like, oh my God, dude, nobody asked you. Like nobody asked you, Karen, right? It's like nobody asked you, Chad, or whatever the version of that is, the male version of that would be. Also, really interesting time to be named Karen. That's a story for another day. But so what I wanted to say, you guys, is we get to have control over what we write, what we type, what we speak, right? What we say. We get to have control over this big pie hole right here. And we get to decide whether or not we're going to open our big mouths. And how about, here's a radical idea. How about when it comes to the coaching mode and the advice giving that we wait until we're actually invited to share our thoughts. And sometimes we can't have, like when I say we can't help it, I mean, of course we can help it. I'm being metaphorical here. But sometimes we're just so in the habit of doling out support, doling out advice, doling out solutions that we forget that our friends don't always want that. And I've heard other people say to me, um, you know, uh, how do I say this? So, you know, if you get in a group of people, inevitably, especially entrepreneurs, inevitably they start talking about, did you see this? Did you see so-and-so? Do you know this? Do you know that? Or whatever. Uh, I'm in a group right now where literally the past few weeks, they've just been talking about what's the worst opt-in you've ever gotten? What's the worst this, that? What's the sleaziest tactic marketing you've ever seen? And they are just like naming names and going for it, right? But sometimes you'll hear, and I, so I just, I don't, I haven't said boo. I just sit back. I just, I like to sit back and watch and see all the shenanigans. I'm like, this is fast. I find people fucking fascinating. So anyways, but there have been times when, um, I, I'll never forget one time we were, somebody was mentioning somebody and they said, and I said, oh, I didn't know you two were friends. And they said, oh, we're not really. And I said, oh, why? And they said, I don't know. She has a habit of coaching me when I never, when I never asked for it. And it can be really annoying to be on the receiving end of that, right? And I always just keep going back to like, if, if nobody asked you. Now, of course, I'm not saying you don't intervene if somebody is doing something to harm themselves, a child, an animal, or somebody else. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like, just because nowadays we all get a little loose in the lips, we all get a little free with the fingers, right? We think we should just type everything. We think that our opinion matters and that people should listen to us. And it's just like, hey, you know, I get paid. Once there's an exchange, like I said on a call today, we had a call today for the nest. I, I did like a two hours of, of office hours, um, which is like group coaching, right? Where people get to just show up at whatever time within that hour, those hours of windows and um, get support and get help or whatever, um, which is a really good deal when you think about it. <laughs> so anyways, um, when I was on that call today, you know, I said to them, you know, you guys pay me to be annoying. Like you guys pay me to point out some things from a particular point of view. So when you come on to this call and you're like, all right, KK, I, I have a question or what about this? So this is something that is going on. That is an agreement where they're seeking my support, advice, wisdom, whatever, what I've learned over the years, spiritual tools that I can impart uh, to help them on their journey, to save them time, energy, and suffering, okay? <laughs> but that's a, an agreed upon relationship, right? Where, where it's like, and there's also obviously in that group, the collective wisdom. It's not just like me sitting on some throne, like the resident guru. That's not how it works. But I'm saying in that instance, they want to hear what I think. They want to hear my perspective. They want to hear it from another point of view because sometimes we're way too close to our own shit. 
but sometimes nobody asked you. <laughs> so just notice the temptation that rises up within your body when somebody is um, trying to work through something or, you know, saying something. And sometimes you could just say, you know, if they haven't asked you, because sometimes people don't like to ask for help. So I'm not saying it's awful or evil or bad to uh, when the t when when if you feel called to right if your spiritual team if you're in a teacher, uh, your intuition gut instinct whatever guides you to say hey, would you like to know my thoughts on that? And they have the right to say no. They could say no, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. But sometimes they might be relieved that you offered, um, especially those of us who get paid for that. And and that's the other thing too is let's just flip it a little bit for a second. For those of you who um, are not in the coaching profession or in the mentoring profession or in the um, therapy profession or the giving advice profession, right? Uh, the support and cheerleading profession. Um, keep in mind that we get paid for this stuff. So, um, to, you know, sometimes people will have what they call like, oh, this will only take five minutes or I have a quick question and they try to get into your DMs or uh, your direct messages or send you a private message, just ask you something. First of all, knowing what I know after all these years, meaning like my experiences of how these kinds of things go, I'm like, this, does, this is not quick. This is not a five minute conversation. And what will end up happening is this is going to end up being like that, that. This is like the version, the spiritual version of, can I just pick your brain? And it's like, uh, yeah, sure you can right after I send you the link for uh, the payment, <laughs> right? Because it's like, first of all, the time and the energy that I have is going to have to go towards my own work, like writing my book, and then also serving the clients that already uh, work with me one-to-one -one or work with me in the nest and pay. Um, so most, most practitioners, whether it's um, nutritionists or therapists or on and on and on, um, spiritual mentors, whatever. It's not like we're just sitting around with all this extra time on our hands to give free advice. You know what I'm saying? So you guys, whoever's listening, I hope this is helpful to you in some way. And I hope it at least at the very least makes you laugh or look at it from a different perspective and also just check ourselves, right? Like what's really underneath. I've talked about this before. What's really underneath the desire to be helpful. A lot of times if a friend is suffering or even one of your kids is suffering. I'm not talking about like little babies who need help or like little animals. Like when, when, when you have dominion or more power than somebody else and they're suffering, like for the love of Jesus, like do your best to help them out. But I'm talking about trying to take away people's um, discomfort or the, the kind of suffering that I believe could benefit them that will deepen them and give them an opportunity. It's I always say to your parents, like, don't keep rescuing your kids because then they will never know that they're capable of overcoming hard shit. They will never. And I'm not talking about like, don't pick up your babies when they're crying. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like, you know, that, that, that wrapping your kids in bubble wrap where they never fall down and scrape their knee, or they never have an incident where they get disappointed or let down or they blow it. Like we can't save everybody. Um, because if you do, you take away their power to know themselves, to know the divine within them and what they're capable of and what they can overcome. It also means don't make it harder for them than you have to, you know what I mean? But we also just, you know, so many parents who had it like really hard growing up, it's always like, um, they think out of a place of love is that they want to, they want to, um, try to fix everything for them. 
And in, in a lot of ways, it can do them like a, a really great disservice. Uh, so here's the thing, guys, open your big mouth when you're invited to in, in the sense of like, you know, when it comes to coaching or giving unsolicited advice, uh, remember that G rule where, you know, if you can set up a safety word, whatever that might look like for you um, with your partner, your sweetie, your lover, your, your, um, your wife, your husband, whoever uh, that you um, have deep, intimate relationships with your friends, your, um, you know, your friends who you are not sexually involved with. <laughs> And just be able to say to them, hey, you know, whatever your safety rule is, right? Uh, the G rule, I just think poor Greg, it's like so funny. It cracks me up every time I think about it now. So Tad, thank you so much for that story, brother. That just like made my day. Um, so keep in mind, it's great that we want to be helpful, but also be aware of the underlining sometimes, not always, sometimes ego-driven uh, intention, what it's really all about when it's really uh, better to keep your big fat mouth shut um, and not giving advice um, that has been unsolicited, to not go into coaching mode. Um, a lot of times it's a way to feel better about yourself, to take the power to be superior. And sometimes it is truly genuinely that you know you could um, help and you've been there before and you have a solution. Um, but it's always helpful to ask people, do you want me, uh, you want support? Or do you want solutions? Do you want me to listen? Or do you want some sort of advice or feedback? And it goes a long way uh, because um, people really don't like, I'm going to do a whole episode like you're not the boss of me. <laughs> but you guys, I hope this was helpful, right? I hope this was helpful for you today. Nobody asked you, Karen. Uh, and I try to remember that, right? When I feel, whenever I feel that like, it's like, mm, 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 like, I just got to, mm, I just got to mm, like zip it up. And when you have the gift of gab and when you have like a mind that loves problem solving and like loves coming up with, I'm a creative, right? So creative solve of problem solving is like so much fun for me. And especially when you're not in it, when it's not your problem. And so you're outside. So you have uh, no emotional attachment to the outcome. You have no investment. So you can tend to see things from a lot of different angles. So sometimes the compulsion to be helpful will be there. And that's when we got to check ourselves. We got to check ourselves and go like, mm, mm -mm, I was not invited to, I was not invited to impart any kind of thoughts, wisdom, advice, or feedback. <laughs> So just zip it. All right, you guys, I hope you had some fun listening to this one today. And if you got any great stories of a time when you opened your big fat mouth and it uh, cost you or you shouldn't have, I'm not saying like, I mean, if you want to share something that was, um, you know, not so soothing, that's fine. But if you also have a funny story, it always like makes me laugh. It's like, um, you know, at the wedding when they say, if anybody here, like you're invited, does anybody here have a reason why these two should not be married? I have never been at a wedding when somebody has said yes and stood up, but wouldn't that be fascinating? Wouldn't that? All right. If there's a listener right now who is hearing this, you hear the sound of my voice. If you have ever seen or heard that happen at a wedding, I want that story. I, in fact, I want to hear from you guys all the time because I know I have a lot of like people at the back of the room listeners, you know, and I was just telling a friend this morning, Emmeline, um, we were talking about, um, you know, like friends, followers, or listeners or whatever of podcasts. Um, cause she has a podcast too. Um, and I was saying how, um, you know, in the line of work that I do, 
It's not like, and it can be frustrating and hard sometimes as somebody who has a business and you want the word to spread, right? Like as a yoga teacher, my whole business was word of mouth. And, and in spiritual mentoring, it's a little bit different because it's, it's almost like you're not going to like run home and go online and do a shout out and say, oh my God, I just had the most amazing session, like with my therapist or with my priest or with my whatever, right? My shot, you know, usually this work that I do for a lot of people it's sacred and they keep it close to their chest and it's a little bit private. And I think in some ways it flows over into a lot of things. So um, there have been times when people will comment on something and I respond back and they'll say, oh my God, I've been following you or listening to, you know, follow, you know what I'm saying, or listening to you for like three years or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God. So there's all these people I kind of say in my line of work that are at the back of the room and listening. But if you ask somebody who listens to this show, uh, and I don't know you and we've never met. Uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. So please like find me on social media. Uh, most of the places where you can find me, my handle, my name is at, right? The at symbol, Karen Kenny Live, L-I-V-E. And it's Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y. And just send up a little flair, you guys. I call it send up a flair. Send up a little, a little like how you do. Like I listen to the show. Uh, tell me if you have favorite episodes. I love to connect and genuinely connect with you. Um, or come on to my my email list too, because I send those things like I on my my newsletter. It's one of the ways that I most love to communicate with people because. As a writer who likes to write long form, I like to be able to tell little stories and spirituality stuff uh, and, and little spiritual tools and stuff like that. Uh, and I always love it when people respond to an email and say, oh, I read this and here, you know, here's my thoughts or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So first of all, let me just say, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the, the Karen Kenny Show uh, family. It means so much to me. Uh, and I hope you found this in some way. Of course, it's always my desire to be helpful. I can't help it. It's by nature. Uh, so I hope something about this conversation either um, helped you to um, think about something a little bit differently or have a good chuckle or whatever. I just hope that something that I shared from my hat somehow also landed in yours. So wherever you go today, you guys, wherever you go today, first of all, thank you. I appreciate you. I celebrate you. I love you. Uh, it means a lot to me that you're listening. And then also wherever you go, I say it. I say it all the time because I mean it. May you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. you guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the karen kenny show <laughs> i super duper appreciate your time friendship and support and look if something that i shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours i'd love to hear about it so please tag me on facebook or instagram or ig stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie 
and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.